Mike takes one, Mike has kicked butt. Everything is kawa. I already said it's okay. This is what we came for. Welcome to another episode of Fairly Old Men Podcast. Today, uh, my co-host is not around. None of my co-hosts are around. Um, but I'm here with Taka, Taka HD. Um, he goes by the stage name Taka HD. HD. HD, <laughs> HD has to be added. Uh, um, maybe I'll let him introduce himself before we get into it. Uh, well, I go by the name of Taka HD. Uh, my name's Ataka Chiriga. Artist, rapper, okay. uh, graphics designer, pretty much. But yeah, mm. pleasure to be here. Ah, good <laughs> um, I saw when um, before this, mm-hmm. uh, I think just the Mythis podcast came out. Yes, the episode of the Mythis podcast, and I saw like in the description of the episode, graphic design, graphics designer, and I was like, ah, okay. Then I remembered you told me you actually do those videos of yours. Yes, you, you do them yourself. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I had tried it and skipped my mind. Mm, I don't know, those are some of the things I've had to learn mm. because you are some of the people that were there from the start of my journey and, yeah. and me developing my interest to in music. But mm. it's it's one of those careers where people don't give you all the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just as you go, you're like, okay, I can rap, but now I need to make a song for radio. Or now... I need artwork. I need a video. Who's going to do all these things for mm. me? So sometimes you have to... And even sometimes when you get a guy like who can do it for you, mm. he may not have your exact idea. Yes. And sometimes it's, you just need to do it yourself. Yeah, mm. It's I very rare. Very rare to have someone who can execute the vision the same way. So even if you find that person, it helps when you also have an idea of how to do it. So. Yeah. Okay. So... Since we are, you brought up way back, I want to talk about this verse on uh, this song with Sony. Pieces. Pieces. Yes. Do you remember that? No, I, I remember Pieces. I'm not sure I remember the verse. Remember the verse word, where, you talked about, where you talked about when um, at uh, Smack Night. Smack Night. That, yes. That night. Um. Okay, it's it's kind of brings back because I was in the in the crowd. You were one young, of the people. I was actually one of the guys booing like bio bio. <laughs> yeah, but um, when you look back, eh, how has that like shaped your? Did it have an influence on like where you are now, or like do you like look back and be like, hey, I guess those haters can see me now? Uh, it's twofold when I look back at it, because. On one hand, I don't think it was a pivotal moment. I think it's a moment that was enough to end someone's dreams and hopes. Because if we're being all the way fair, all of us have things we aspire to do. But when you're starting out, you're, ne- you're never perfect. Mm. You're never perfect. You have to start so you can imagine. Mm-hmm. That was my first biggest crowd. I'd never been in front of people before. And that was the reaction I was getting. You know, I was, I feel like I was just lucky that the will of what I wanted to do was, was stronger than that reaction. You know, but then on the other hand, it, it like pushed me, it Mm. pushed me to like be, be more curious, be more inquisitive, find out, okay, what went wrong? 
what went wrong why why did well, the curtains get well. rolled on me after 30 seconds <laughs> and and you see how this comes back yeah. full circle because in 2011 when when i was doing the talent africa urban star search mm-hmm. i think i talked about this yeah i get i get in the, in the audition room and they're like you have 30 seconds to impress us <laughs> after you've been preparing for you know two minutes three yeah. minutes you're like if you don't impress us in 30 seconds you're gone You've been out there, you're waiting for like four hours in a line, they're telling you 30 seconds. Yeah, because there are 4,000 more people. But I was, I was prepared. So mm-hmm. th- that's that's how I always look look back at it. It's, mm. it's twofold. Mm. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because um, for some people, like, once you have like that experience, eh, okay, some mm. reason they just give up. They're like, oh man, I, I can't do this. Guys don't like my stuff, what? So, okay. Um... So going back to the Talent Africa search, was it Talent Africa? Yes. yes. Um, with um, I think that is when after that is when Airport Taxi was formed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Airport Taxi, you guys just decided to give us like like six good songs, and then yeah, like see you guys. <laughs> <sighs> But you see, I enjoy having these conversations mm-hmm. with with the artists on one end, but then with with people like you who are yeah. not so involved in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. There is so much we have had to learn. There's so much we have had to learn. At that point, people were saying, "Oh, Air for Taxi, Katmula, putting us yeah, side by was... side." You know, what's weird is. Um, actually, I think I know like one or two Kamula songs. It's, no, you know more. For, I probably, probably, probably know more, don't but know them I don't know that it's Kamula. Uh, yes. Yeah, because I don't know. At that time, I wasn't really following them so mm. much. Yeah. Uh, that's but what I you was guys, saying. You guys is. felt the pressure, like um, they are comparing us to Kamula. I didn't like feel any pressure. Because one, for me, like I, I always saw us as different people. I always saw us as, as different artists both content-wise and hunger-wise. Mm. I, I feel like what was similar between us was the fact that we were both young, kind of the same age group, mm-hmm. making music for the same age group. But like talent-wise, I, d- I don't think they were a match for us. Mm. What, what mm-hmm. they had on us and what people didn't know and don't want to accept mm. was they had the machine behind them. Uh. They had a team behind them. And... By the time Foss was still figuring out our way, I remember airport taxi. Some of I was still at campus, yeah, and that, that was a very hard time for me, man. So, because you, you're like, you have a performance on Friday night, you have a, yeah, pa- you have a paper, paper on, <laughs> on Saturday, Saturday and no one is going, no one is going to, no one is going to actually recognize that. <coughs> for him, they would say there was Tucker around, mm. guys would be like, Tucker Fox, Tucker did what, and you're like, oh, Tucker is flanking, but yeah. no one does what. Um, so so for me the, like that whole process just not to cut you off mm-hmm. but like that whole process is like that airport taxi bit was a learning curve of all the things you actually need you can be a nice singer you can be a nice rapper but who's doing the rest of the stuff who's doing the marketing who's mm-hmm. doing this who's doing that who's doing the distribution who's like you yes. need someone pushing something for you exactly. which the other guys had and you guys because mm-hmm. their music reached Uganda like but I was still happy. We did, I feel like we still did the best yeah, with, yeah, with what we had. Mm. We had we were signed we were signed to Ali and 
I'll say this. I feel like he still provided everything he could. Mm-hmm. What we didn't have by then was the know-how, the information. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we have a video. How do we get it to these platforms? Yes, we have this. How do we... We reached, like... I think pe- people witnessed it. We did the most we could in regards to the local space. And the resources you, you know? had and whatever but, you had at your disposal. But our music wasn't necessarily for the local space. So the challenge was always how to how do we break through into... Mm-hmm. Other markets. Yes. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now, are you guys you guys still signed Talent Africa? Ah, no, I'm not. No, because mm-hmm. I only see in their studio. But ah, no, no. Okay. So that's just another blessing that happened. Yeah, you like know? you have access to that. Yes, we have a a, a pretty nice working relationship, but then I'm not I'm not signed there you any, don't burn anymore. When you mm-hmm. leave. Very yeah, important not to. Yeah, very important not to. <laughs> Okay, now let's talk about your first mixtape, the high definition mixtape. Mm. How did um, was it like a like just because you were rapping on like beats? Yes. Um, was it like did you have like a bunch of songs and then you just put them together, or like you really planned and said I'm going to do like this, I'm going to do like this? Mm, it it really wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't planned. I I remember. How much do you remember of that mixtape? Do you remember I still song? have it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's how much I remember. So you remember Last of a Dying Breed? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was actually trying listening mm. to it, I think, yesterday. Because mm. I was like, let me first try to get back to 20, 2012, 2013, around there. Mm. Or before. Well, I, I brought up Last of a Dying Breed because if we're looking at that mixtape, it was the very first song that was recorded. Mm-hmm. But Last of a Dying Breed was recorded in... 2009, we recorded Last of a Dying Breed with your co-host, Ortega. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, at, at their home. This is... Like in his just, house. Yes, in his house. He recorded it. Let me, let me just put it like that. <laughs> he recorded it. He gave me the instrumental we recorded uh-huh. it to. But then uh, after, most of it is was done after 2011, 2012. Mm. It was more of... Because I remember that time Airport Taxi had just been formed, but there was not so much activity happening. And I figured with the amount of time I had, I would just record, get a bunch of beats, whatever inspires me, write if I can write a verse, if I can write two. It, like, mm-hmm. I was just really keeping myself active. And before I knew it, I had like a bunch of them. So, And how many of those were freestyles? Did you, did you like, because there are so many like punchlines in those songs, I think. Mm. I think it was like a punchline galo or something. Did you like, you, I'm sure you like, you would be like writing... Then, like, say Ortega comes with a beat, you're like, I have some stuff here in first. Mm. Oh, of course. Mm. Of course. It, even, actually, that's the en- entire energy I went I went with, like, when Airport Taxi started. Yeah. I was always the guy who's just hanging in studio. Mm-hmm. An artist comes, I'm like, hey, I have a verse. You need a 16 for this. So, but, yes, around that time, I used to write. I used to write so much. Mm. So, so much. And... You know how it is when you're just getting into something and yeah, now yeah, you have, you have you an have opportunity, you have free studio time. Mm-hmm. So you take the you may take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But we did a lot, a lot of work with Ortega. Yeah. So much, so you much. You even have a song together. We have so many. Wait. Okay, there's only one I've heard. Which one? It's called PSA. I don't know if you remember yes. it, where he was like, you guys started something yes. like KCCA, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. PSA. PSA. 
You never remember your songs, by the way. I Sometimes know, I, remember I remind you. I remember all of them. I'm just looking for something definitive to say about PSA. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um, I think it was the one where Ortega said, I think I ran the streets, but I'm not, ped- not, not pedestrian. Uh, PSA. PSA. PSA was actually recorded by Dero. Dero. Dero, yes. like, really? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> You know, it's actually so, good to be having like a bunch of friends who have different skills and stuff. They can actually mm. help with that stuff, yeah. But I still insist. There's a song I sent. I think I sent you or something, and then you told me you had forgotten about it. You're going to deny which one? <laughs> no, which one? There's this song. Um, I think it's girlfriend with uh, the guy called with Frank, Frank White. Wizard. Yes, Frank White. Wait, well, Wizard is White. Yeah, White, Wizard is White. Yes. Mm. Because I remember there's a line in that song where you say, I like what you no, no. you like. I know it. No, 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 I no, know that one. There's another <laughs> one. Um, I forgot what it's called. I forgot what it's called. Where you say, how can I get better when biscuits? Yeah, when biscuits. Okay, here's the thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will remember my songs, but I think it's because I write so much. Mm-hmm. It becomes, if you give me just a lyric, you forget where you said it. Yes. Um, it, it, I, I might read it and say, like, this sounds like I wrote it, or this sounds like I've heard it before somewhere. Mm. But I won't be able to place it and say, like, oh, this is from this song. Okay. Okay. So, when did you, like, really start saying, okay, now I want... St-? Like, when did you pick interest in hip-hop, rapping? Mm. To be honest, I think I think it was... After the, the Talent Africa Urban Star Search. Mm-hmm. I feel like that whole process was a learning curve for me. Um, from my form one, I was rapping. And I remember when I started feeling confident enough to start rapping in form one, the Zulus started like, hmm, mm-hmm. why, why is he rapping all those 50 cent songs word for word? Why is he rapping all those low wing songs? Like, that's, that's not normal. Yeah. But I never really paid attention to it. Like, this is something, like, I want to do. Then Form 3 is when we started, like, when you know performing at those functions yeah. and whatever. But even then, it wasn't like, I want to do this. It was like a hobby, like, something you do. Something I could do, like, better than the others. Even Marcos, I was there for my A-level, but it didn't really strike me like that mm-hmm. until I went to the Urban Star Search. And I, I go there, there are, like, 300 kids. And then, and like, then oh they're, they're supposed to pick 32 from Out 300. Out of 300, that's that like day. a 10th, yeah. That day. I don't want to and go. And then you enter, the guy shows you, you have 30 seconds. You're like, oh, God. So go there and, and they select me. That's when I was like, I started to get a bit curious. Yeah, like. And then from then on, I think that was like um, March. The, fir- the first, the initial stage was in March. Then mm-hmm. from March to like June, July. They started like breaking us down from thirty-two to sixteen to eight. There were like stages, but that's when I I would get to meet like uh, Anavio or the Myth and like because now rubbing with, shoulders with the with big those, boys. Yeah, with those stages, there would be judges, but those stages were held like in in a studio kind of setting. Mm-hmm. So like would get there, they give us the same beat like sixteen guys, and like go home, write, come back tomorrow. You're going to rap yeah. in front of these guys. And then so, those guys would be the ones to say, that guy, this guy. Exactly. So when I, I started getting their opinions, I started... And something that worked to my advantage as well 
around mm-hmm. that time i was still recording the freestyles it was mm-hmm. we're using shoddy equipment with our headphones, headphones and the little microphones and the laptops but i used to have cds of those of just those, eh? on like, me just, all the time uh, so i would find like oh the myth slipping out after the thing was over give him a cd like ah just listen to this let me know listen to this, his, listen to this. Court, oh. so when i started getting those opinions they're like this stuff is actually really good mm, we can good. hear that it's it's not quality it's not recorded in studio mm. but what you're saying is actually good. it's actually good and even even before i emerged as one of the winners they were telling me hey um talk to these guys and see if you can re-record this in studio like it becomes better yes. quality so that's when i was like oh this stuff is, is actually good like now you start good. getting confident in yes. yourself. Okay. So okay. that's around the time 2011. That's when I was like, oh, okay, I okay. can actually do this. Yeah, that's good. I don't know if it's coming a long way. It's now almost ten years. Almost. Oh, it is ten years. <laughs> it is ten years actually. Yeah, it's, it's more than. More. It's, it's more, more than, than ten. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. When I listen, like most of your songs, it mm-hmm. seems. Do you sometimes like? draw inspiration from your personal life or um, maybe because I guess get inspiration from all kinds of places mm. but how often do you get inspiration like from your really really personal life I won't give you an example Lily <laughs> uh-huh. Lily and addiction yes your heart <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> where do I start yes I, I do get inspiration from my from my personal life and that's I, I feel like that's another stage of growth mm. because back then I was I was just a punchline guy. Yeah. I would punchline people to death. I'd <laughs> yeah, make sure if there's sixteen bars, every bar is a punchline. And I I noticed like sometimes I wasn't even telling a story. Like mm. it's just too much. People are telling me like I'm trying to listen to you, but I have to pause every time because you're saying something, and I'm like, oh and then my I have god, to listen oh to my that god, line and you know. Like, mm. But then. Uh, as I grew, I, I learned like, okay, there's this other side I want to explore. There's this other facet I want to add to my skill set. So you spoke about Lily. Lily, Lily, yes, it's a personal song. Like I can't run away from that. The only thing I can say is it, it was tricky for me to release. And like by the time I released Lily, by the time I released Lily, I'd had it for like about four years. What? <laughs> I'd kept it for about four years. And we were having this conversation with, with Benny because I was, I was putting together a track list for something. Mm. And I put Lily on there, but I'm like, I don't like this song. I've had it for so long. It's become boring to me. Like, even the stuff I'm singing about, like, I don't feel like this anymore. Mm. And Benny told me one thing. He's like, what? You don't like this song. But people will like it. No, he didn't even say that. Mm. He's like, if you don't like it, just release it. Mm. If you don't like it, just release it. It gets out of your way and you do other things. Right. I release Lily and I go do interviews and the first question everyone is asking is like, so this is on a project, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh... Well, it's a nice song. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why so, you don't like it. Is it because of the memories it brings back or... Mm, no, it was... It, it, I just felt like it had aged. It's not even about the memories coming mm. back. I, I just wasn't in that space like it's anymore. Like so long ago. Yes. Mm. I wasn't in that space anymore. And it's a trick with, with artists. Because, like, you have to be in the zone when you're pushing something. You have to, like, fully believe in it. Mm. But how do you push it when you're like, 
yeah, in the song your heart broken, but in reality the heartbreak was like four years ago, and now you're you're good, and now your current is asking you what was going What's on. That's going on. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, Lily addiction. Yeah, that's all for the personal experience. And mm. with time, I've I've learned to enjoy making those songs more. It's actually now easier for me. Yeah, it's uh, even me actually. I actually enjoy more of those songs. Mm. These like the punchline songs, the freestyles, the what like you can mm. listen to them, but when you're just feeling like hyped, like you aren't listening to your your boy mm. like killing it. There's a time, yeah, yeah. for it. Um, but these other songs, like the sound is like better because I remember we were known as at campus. There was had a neighbor. He was a he's a, he was a DJ. Okay, mm. yeah, he's a DJ, and even back then he was a DJ. Who's that? So he's called Mawa. I don't think you know him. He's a lawyer. Okay. But um, so Mawa would like I would be playing Taka Airport Taxi like in my room, and then the guy is coming like, why is it these fake niggas? Like, why are you these fake guys? I'm like, well, these guys are dumb. These guys are dumb. <laughs> that like eventually I just realized maybe we just like a different sound. Yeah. But um. Because even him, he really likes like Ugandan music. He can be like, I'll listen to this guy. He's always like posting on his status, even up to now. And like, telling me, I've listened to this guy, I've this guy. Then you listen to the song, and that guy is actually dope. And you're like, oh, okay, who is this guy? So he he likes that that stuff. So I would tell the guy, I've listened to Taka, I've listened to Taka, I've listened to Airport Taxi. The guy's like, oh, those guys are fake, those guys are fake. And I'm like, like. But I now like realize, yeah, like, some guys just like different stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but then now when you started these uh, songs, yeah, where like the production is really good, um, you're rhyming, but there's a story, there's a story like, behind it. follow and maybe like imagine something. Sometimes it may even be relating to their own life. You never know. Like, yeah. And I think that is, I could see that, yeah, there's a, really this growth. Yeah? And you know, I was like, yeah, Taka, Taka, I'm doing something dope. Um... Then, the other song, I remember, even bet me 50k. <laughs> uh, you told me if you find out what this song is about. <laughs> Who was that song about? Why are you bringing this up here? <laughs> You're not supposed to do this here. Okay. Um, the person who inspired Serena requested to remain anonymous. Remain anonymous. Yeah, you told me that. And but uh, out of respect, I'll, I'll, I'll... Keep it anonymous. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> that's understandable. But yeah, also Serena was... It was a pers- personal, inspired mm. by like personal events that were happening around me. Yeah. Mm. And just so you guys know, up to now, I've still not it. I'm still focusing your 50k, by the way. Because <laughs> yeah. you had me 50k that if you find out who this song is about, and I failed. Because you couldn't. Yeah, like, no, there's no way you can. Like, how would you find out? I think there are only two people who know. <laughs> who know. <laughs> you and know. the person it's about. No, I think there's someone else, but yeah. Mm. Okay. Just enjoy the song for what it is. All right. Um, let me see. R- recently, okay, you know, like how um, most of the songs you are making say were about, let's say, um, say a girl or just like bragging. But mm. um, recently, you've started kind of, I'm not saying you are, but a bit political. Is that. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's it's subtle, like a bit, a bit. Uh, when you say a bit political, like like mm. give me one. Song. Okay. Yeah. Like let me say this song with uh, Benny Benny Bl- with Blizzard. Uh, uh, energy good. Energy good. Energy check good. bad. Mm. You know those lines. Like, do you feel? I feel like as an artist, you have to like say something. 
or it's just how you felt at the time? I think that pressure, I think that pressure is actually very wrong. Mm. When people say, you're an artist, you're a public figure, so you have to say something. Mm. No, you don't. Yeah, you You don't. don't have to say. Like, celebrities are not your heroes. (laughs) They're not heroes. Yeah. But then, with a political thing, I feel like that element has always been there. Mm. It's it's always like being bits and pieces. Like, if if you go all the way back, Mm. because now I have... If you're talking about a poli- me being political, there is... You remember the Don't Kill My Vibe refix? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yeah, yeah. like now that's okay, yeah, there's one that. where I like really went mm. the other side. But other than that, there's always been like political bits here and there in my music. And yeah. I feel like it's, it's just right. It's just where my mind is at the moment. I might not... Like you're paying attention to what's going on. I might not make a thread or I might not, you know, make an entire song about it, but I'll just say like, hey, this is... It's there and it's a fact because I'm putting it in my music. So it's mm-hmm. like... And people the, know the that political discussions will be had on another platform. Right. You know, just highlight that this is actually there. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, so, you're with uh, Benny Black... You guys, uh, it's like on a competition these days. No, you're not. Okay, kind of like a friendly competition. Because <laughs> I notice every time like he drops, he also drops. Every time like, I think he, this year, you've done two songs. Have you done two? There's uh, one which was with uh, Ninja C. Yes. And uh, then the Just Left Robaga. Then just Left Robaga, then Love Art, which dropped. Oh, yes, then Love Art, which has yes. just recent. Mm. So... Is there like kind of friendly competition? Do you guys like push yourselves and stuff, or you know, just coincidence? I don't think competition is the word. I, I, I was trying to find the actual word, mm. but yes, there's there's a way we we have been pushing each other from like, from like so far back. Let me see, because I think I met him in twenty twelve. And by the time I met him, see, this is this is the problem I have with hip-hop. By the time yeah. I met him, this is shortly before I met him, I had a meeting with, like, Enigma, and, and they were telling me, there's this guy. Uh-huh. And we think he's better than you. <laughs> why must he and be I'm better? Like, why okay. can't he just be dope? Yeah, why can't it be, like, this dope guy who I think, he, like, you two would, like, work amazingly together. But that's just, like, the image they gave me of him. Like, this guy, I swear he's better than you. I swear if you two get on a track, he's going to kill you. So, mm. my first reaction was, like, ah, I need to <laughs> watch, watch this guy. But when we met, and, like, the whole, that whole, oh, who's gonna kill who on a track, like, it really mm. wasn't a thing. So, it's, like, after we met, I realized he's actually a very cool guy, and up to now, we're like brothers, we're like brothers. So it's like the competition might be there, but it's more so. It's not necessarily competition. It's making sure your socks are pulled up. Like, ha, mm. this guy's on the song. I don't want to be the one pulling the song down. So I have to deliver. I have to deliver. Yes. And you guys make good music together, man. There's um, it's like that song was just like energy good. It's energy yeah, good, energy chick good, chick bad. Yes, that song is so good, man. <laughs> it's a very nice song. It's a nice song. Thank you. Yeah, it's a really those, nice song. I, I feel like those are some of the songs we're we're unsure about. So, like, there's a formula. So it's like, mm. Mm, throw it out there. See, yeah, like see what saying, people think. Yeah. Mm. 
like how um like someone does a verse and you feel like it relates to you like when he yes. said um when he's like there's no drink in my house you know i left the borders and thing for the boys i just yeah. was smoking that loud that's how i cancel the, the noise the noise I could fuck with that line, like, <laughs> I was like, yo, this guy is spitting. <laughs> so, you know, um, and then, like, you listen to this song and you're like, oh, yeah. so you just end up playing it again and again. Mm. Like, for me, it works for yes. me, you know, he's like, well, you're rebounding that song. You're like, chill, I like this song. That's, that's been one of our greatest challenges, at least for me. That's that's when I, I'm able to say, like, yes, now there's growth. Now there's mm. growth. Because I've always wanted to do that. Like, where it's like, people got through that phase as a, as a rapper. Or they as, know, they as now me, know you can rap. I've, I've gotten through that phase. And the first one was, like, being able to rap. I remember, like, there was a time when I was still in school, when I was still at, at Smack, I think. The inspirations, I think I'll tell you, like, Buster Rhymes. I used to, like, know those Buster Rhymes verses and whatever. So that was very evident in my flows when I first started. But then after a while, like, I got bored of it. I'm like, okay, now I can rap fast. Now I need to actually say stuff that people can hear and say, oh, you said this on this song. Because I noticed so many Ugandans do that mm. to English rappers. Like, oh, he raps, he has nice, yeah, English. Yeah, nice English. I'm like, what is he saying? Eh. True. Yeah. So now like, let me actually say things. Let me incorporate Uganda and what's happening in Uganda. Let me have Ugandan punchlines mm. and talk about things happening so people can relate. And, and then when I got that to the side, now it became, okay, like, how do you get a song that's, like, on the radio? Or no, not even on the radio, but just something with replay value. That It's just the song itself. Where it doesn't matter where you're, whether you're singing or you're rapping. It mm. just feels good because everything is put together nicely. Mm. So when a song like Energy Good gets a review from you and, like, from s- several other people, that makes me happy. That lets me know there's progress. Mm. Like, um, is Chai one of those songs? Yes. Chai. Um, yes. When I listen to Chai, I get, I feel like it's kind of like a, because you're talking about a chick, uh-huh. right? Yes. And, uh, you know, Chai is black, Chai is hot. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I caught so many strays from some, <laughs> but I wonder why that's a thing. I was being attacked. So I'm like, this is. Who was saying you're being attacked? Some, some chicks, some chicks were like, "E couldn't find any, anything else to describe my chick other than Chai Mukalu." I'm like, "Let's stick with me here. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Like, go with it. Don't take it for what it is." They're like, "Oh, milk. Oh, <laughs> that's weird." But from when I said to Chai, you're like mm. Chai Mukalu, melanin popping like Chai Mukalu, like. So like I'm I, like, I mean, this is so like I I, I picked like the, the, perfect. the bottom tier of everything black and I called the chick that. But but first of all, Chai Chai Mukalu is not bottom tier. Chai Mukalu is I've had no, a hangover. And you Chai Mukalu. No, listen, me. I, that's why I was telling them. Like one, me, I enjoy, I enjoy it. Yeah. So you might have your opinion, but I'm singing about. Yeah, I'm saying about, I mean, if, if according <laughs> to me, I see a chick and I'm like, mm. this chick makes me feel like I'm drinking chai mukha. It was all love, it's though. Me. Like, like what, yeah, I know it what, what, what made me be at peace was that there are people who embraced it. Mm. So I was like, okay, then there it's really opinion based because if, if like more than, more than half of the people have a problem with it, then there you're like, uh, maybe I, maybe something. Yeah, but it was, it was actually a very fun song for me. Mm. Those are those are the songs I remember very well and, and that are very important to me because on Chai, 
I'm rapping and I'm singing in both Luganda and English. Mm. I, I don't know if that has ever been done before here. And oh. it might go unsaid, but I when I think back, I'm like, mm, this is actually... Hey, like, this is something new mm. that you're bringing, eh? I don't know. I'll have to check and see. You may say you're the first. At I, I'm pretty sure guy. I'm the first. Hmm. Okay. Rapping and singing. Rapping and singing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I might. I might have to reconsider that because I don't have. I don't even have to go far back. I, I just thought about. It. I'm like, hmm. Jaywat. Jaywat can do that. Yes. Yes. Jaywat can Jaywat do that. that as but well. like, it was important to me because it was the first time I did it myself. And it came out real well because that song mm. was. Yeah, you'd say it on radio. It's like, hmm, Jay, like, and um. Then there's another song with Keko. Um, Budala. Uh, yes. That was another song that really played uh. on radio. How was it like working with Keko? I think it was... I'm just taking in the moment because I feel like that was one of the most affirming moments of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I got that beat. I was the first person to get the beat from Ethan. And I had that beat for like two months. And I couldn't write a single word. Right, writer's block. I was like, this beat is so good. Not even writer's block. Like, I had that thing. It's like, this is just an, an example. Like, when you grow up, like, that if you're a Jay-Z fan, there's some Jay-Z fans who are like, if you tell them you're doing a freestyle to a Jay-Z beat, they're like, ah, nah, you've already missed that. Leave it. Like, this was a Kendrick fan, and you've, you're telling them I'm doing a freestyle to a Kendrick. They're like, ah. Will you my, manage? My guy, just leave it. So that's how I felt about that Ethan beat. It was like really, really good. But then eventually I was able to write something, wrote it down, left it in studio. So they told me uh, Keiko and JB are coming in like in two days to record their, their stuff. Your verse is already there. So you don't even need to show up. I'm like, okay. But then I was like, mm. Keiko is going to be there. Keiko is going to be there. This is this is Keiko at her peak. I'm like, no, <laughs> let me just be in the room. Just be let me just be around. in the room. So I get there. They're late. They're like two hours late. So it's like someone who's excited. I'm now like pissed. My phone is running out of battery. I'm like, what is going on? And then JB comes. He's like. I haven't written my verse. JB comes like, I haven't written my verse. They're like, okay, cool. Finish up. Keiko comes. He's like, I also haven't written my verse. And I am I am getting angry. I'm getting frustrated. Because I'm like, mm, I thought this was, you know, these are the people I aspire to be and everything. But then that was also a blessing in disguise. Because Keiko starts writing her verse. While talking to us, meanwhile, like we're in conversation here on the side, she's like, eh, da, 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 da. right? So she's telling us, oh, she's had a long day, you know, some. Mm-hmm. She just had a long day, so she was going through, through oh. that with us, with Ethan. Ethan was there. JB was there, and then in the meantime, she says something that stuck. She says, <sighs> she starts talking about like just people minding their business, mm-hmm. and she's like, ah. Blah, blah, blah. I wish I could tell someone that right now. Yeah. Right? So someone hints. I think it was JB or Ethan. They're like, hmm, I think that should be the MO for the song. Like, let's just keep that. Right? And then we just let it pass. Mm. But then uh, that stuck with me. So while Keiko is writing a verse, JB is writing his verse, I'm like, Your verse is mean? not even related to 
Was no, your first it, my verse was just energy. Like, it could fit anywhere. I was like, ah, if, if JP and Keiko are on this song, I just have to kill it regardless of what they're talking about. But then while they're writing, I, I start drafting up like a hook. I'm like, okay, if Keiko wants to center the chorus around this, because general consensus are like, let Keiko do the chorus. She can sing. She, she has a nice voice. So I start writing something. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to give it. I'm writing for Keiko. I'm going to give this to her. Mm-hmm. And when I gave it to her, she's like, what's this? This is the chorus. I've been trying to write you know, according to like the direction you gave me. She's like, first sing it. I go through it. I go through it. She's not giving me a reaction. I'm like, ah. Okay, no. so it's trash. <laughs> they call us into the studio and she's like, ah, now go and record. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no, go and record. Like, you're doing the chorus. If I feel like there's anything I can add to it, I'll, I'll come in the booth and like add vocals and stuff, but you're doing the chorus. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, ah. Big, big, it was, big it pressure. It was a shock. It was like... It was a proper mindfuck, but then that gave me the confidence to know that, okay, I'm not a singer. I don't even trust my singing, but there's something in there, so I should try and do it more often. Mm. And I feel like, again, for Keiko to tell me, no, you go and do the chorus, me, I'll be in the background for something she was supposed to do was very huge for me. And after that, I started feeling more confident, more confident. And more confident to sing even. I started singing a bit more after that. Mm. Okay. You know, sometimes you listen like these songs and you feel like maybe these guys like put in days of work. Mm, I know. Yet sometimes, and that's, that's I think what is interesting about the creative, all that, that sometimes a guy can just wake up and something clicks and that's it, you know. So, Legends. They did it on the spot, man. Me, me I had to go back home and <laughs> first do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> first pull up your socks and come back. Okay, that was, um, that is... <laughs> That's interesting. Shout out Keiko, shout out JV, shout out Ethan. Mm-hmm. So, which other, um, you know, big names have you worked with that, um, you know, you, let me say, had that influence on you? Mm. So that um, maybe their way of working, like, just blew your mind away. <laughs> I feel like there's so many. There are many, but like, each worked in its own way. One I would recall happened just recently. Um, I happened to feature on the Myths album, his yes. last album called The Ugandan. Very nice and song. <sighs> I don't know if I should divulge this information. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should divulge <laughs> totally this, this to information. You. But I feel like with that song, it, let me let me say it like this: it was the same process as when I did Welcome to KLA with mm. Benny. Mm-hmm. Because Actually, I sent us. Um, we talked about with some guy. Mm. Your Uganda verses, mm. like <laughs> guys like Chandu, like which and they already kill it, and I mean, like welcome to Clay. The guys are like, Ate, nye, nye. I'm like ah. they are both dope, but you know. Go so on. The, that's that's a process I'm I'm trying to challenge myself with because w- when I approached both songs, I'm approaching them like this. These are both when you look at Benny Blizzard and you look at the myth. These are two respected English rappers. They, they do what they do. They get busy. No, no one doubts that. But then when you're getting on a song with them, mm. and it's not... 
okay, welcome to KLA was was on my project, so it's yes. my song. It's yours. Man. But initially, it was Benny's song. Okay. <laughs> he came up with a concept, but then it's like when you're approaching such songs, at least for me as a as a rapper, my my concern is okay, we're both going to rap well. That's, but then how do I stand out? What am I going to do that I know the myth won't do? Mm. That I know Benny won't do? Mm. And like one of those things is go to Uganda, go to Uganda. and actually like do it right. Mm-hmm. And both songs are very scary for me to do in Uganda because it's like I'm taking a gamble here. These are people who don't miss in English. They're going to get every every bar must count. So even for you, every Luganda bar must count. That's and like I haven't written that much in Luganda to say, oh, I'm now 100% comfortable with it. It's always, it always takes a while to sink in compared to the English. Or you just add like one color in. Yeah. But like, I feel like that's one area where I've, I've learned that if you're making a song, it's, it's, it's not a cipher. <laughs> if yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. cipher, everyone is just trying to, but if it's even with a cipher, because mm-hmm. it's like, you're, you're eight rappers. How do you stand out? How do you do what the other rapper won't do? So it's like that approach. I've, I've had to learn how to approach things differently. Mm. There is also, there's another song. Oh my God. There's another song I, I recorded with, I need to find that song, with Big Chill and Jenna. What? And, and I think Martha Smalls. Uh. This, see, this, is this, what, is, this is what the guy was saying. I think it was Bo on that intro. Why am I saying? Hey, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, this, this, this wasn't my song. It was this. This was a song we did as a collective. For it was a project for some big names, and we sh- they shelved the songs. And I can't release it. I'll be arrested. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, now you said they are denying us. GNL, Big Trail, uh, and Martha Smalls. Martha Smalls and you. Who else was on there? Yeah, I think that was a liner. And uh, let me guess. I guess Janelle is coming with his Luga flow. Yes, of You've course. listened to the song, I'm guessing. Yes, I had it at some point and I lost it. Okay. I had it at some point. I'm guessing Janelle is coming with his Luga flow. Did you rap in Luganda? English? Ah, no, by, by then I, I, I did English. No, English. Uh, Big trail, of course, coming in with his lines. Yes. And then Martha with the... Martha on the hook. Ah. Very dope song. So you guys are here keeping songs very dope. bringing out and we enjoy. Uh, hopefully one day you guys get to get to hear it. But it, it was one of those songs that it was it was a proper project song. NDAs were signed, those things. I'm not even sure. I'm not sure. No, I will excuse you guys from any of this. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that song gets released one day. Mm, hopefully, mm. hopefully, because we will want to listen to it. Again. I'll leak it. That was what here, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing I'll, it was, you'll leak it. <laughs> I'll leak it. <laughs> yeah, you better leak it. SoundCloud user 49867. <laughs> 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 that was a while back. That must have been like 2015, mm. 2016, around there. Mm. Okay. And um, did you get to meet like GNL and at that time? Um, when you're recording the song, or it was oh, these yeah. things where the guy said, Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Mm. I used to meet the last time I met Janelle was at Radio City. Mm-hmm. I oh, had how, gone how there to premiere Samandari. Ah, that's a nice song. <laughs> I had gone there to premiere Samandari, and of course, we we're in the same room, so he's telling me how he feels about the song. 
but then and this is not a slight to anyone yeah. just just as as artists we have this thing where we're like we're like cordial we're like mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is dope this is dope but then i kid you not like for like the next four five months gnl would hit me up and be like yo i'm blasting some low <laughs> i'm like wait that's so random because mm. for us hip-hop heads you don't expect gnl to, to be Listening to you, yeah. like, no, what you guys did on this is this is. I remember I told you that song was dope. I even told you to send me the instrumental. I made it my ringtone for a while. Uh, oh yes. Until they stole my phone and I lost all that. Yeah. But that song is actually good because I think the time you released it, I was up country mm. doing field work, and I don't know, like I was just tired of the songs I had on my phone at that time. So I was, you know, then I saw. I think it was a, you posted about it. Then I go and check it out, and I'm like, damn, this song is dope. So listen, 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 it. Then I told you, man, this song is nice. Because I like the way it starts, but I think it's when it's starting, you say, she had that summer, buddy, that summer. So I didn't want that sound to play like when my phone is ringing because actually ah. in a meeting or anything, it's like, summer, buddy. <laughs> so I told you, send me the, what, the <laughs> instrumental. Okay. And then, yeah, I actually had, I think I even set up the instrumental on my PC. It's, it's a nice song. Had so many moments. Yeah. Another one, um, Lillian, 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 Lillian yeah. Babazi, uh, Blue Three or former Blue Three, mm-hmm. I don't know. She was very important in helping me like pick my name. Taka HD, okay, Taka is really your name, but yes, because I was going by another name. <laughs> what was your four by? What uh, was your... <laughs> it was fake. <laughs> Next time you have Otega on here, ask him. I think uh, he'll tell you. I'll ask you. But um. During the, the final stages when I met Lillian, she was like, oh, I don't like your artist's name. And I, she was very blunt no, and it was crazy it. because at, at, at first I'm like, oh. like, yeah, okay, fine. You don't like it, but who do you think you are? Uh, Tell me. But then after a while, I'm like, she like, your name is Tucker. Like, go with that. Like, Tucker. I don't know. And so me, my, my idea was like, uh, put some sauce on it a bit, make it stand out because the tuckers and the Chris tuckers and the, like, yeah. so it's like how do, how do I make it different? But she was very pivotal on that decision. Mm. So okay, it's another thing people might not know. <laughs> Five things you didn't know about Taka. His name was selected by Lillian Mbavazi. Not selected. Okay, like coined. Uh, yeah, pretty coined. much. She, she she told me like you have a unique a unique name. Go with it. Mm. Yeah. Like just don't don't stray too much. Just mm. be around there. Okay. So Vroom, was it something that you planned like for a while? Or again, you just had a bunch of unreleased songs and you're like, let me give some put something out there. Uh, yes. <laughs> Second option is, is right. Mm. I, I feel like I'm terrible at this planning thing. I feel like when I, when I plan, I overplan. Yeah. So Vroom was just me, again, being frustrated. I have so much music. Um, I don't see a direction. So like with Vroom, I just had a conversation. I think I might have had a conversation with Ortega as well. Mm. Sat down with my music and I'm like, okay. Closed my eyes and I'm like, I'm releasing an, uh, an EP, a body of work in two weeks. So I set the date, then I started planning back. I'm like, okay, what songs do I have at studio? Um, which ones can try to fit together? 
the artwork everything was so random but then there's a funny way it happened because that artwork uh i just pulled up at a friend's crib Mm -hmm. uh that friend had just bought like some textile stuff was wrapped up on the table Mm -hmm. next thing we know uh mogasha arnold comes through and i'm like let's take pictures now takes it i'm like this is my artwork this is it so everything really just happened there and then in two weeks I planned it and it was up. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. usually that, like I told you again, that random stuff that mm. just, you're just there and somebody's like, just do this, just do this, just do this. And then you have something. Like the cover art for your leagues and levels, leagues and levels. Yes. Where you guys are just chilling at Smart League and, you know. Mm. Yeah, that is it. Same thing. So I see the picture because we had, we had actually, someone had actually posted this picture. Mm. And I'm there looking for artwork. Very interesting weekend because we listen. We take those pictures. I go home. Same night, war hits me up, mm. and he's complaining. Oh, yeah, guy, where you he's complaining. Is he? <laughs> I think killed me. Now it was funny because I, I think I don't know if it was a call or something, but then it first ended, and that's how he cho- he like chose to send a voice note. Mm. So he sends that voice note. I listen to it, and I'm like, but I've had the song, and the song just felt like there was something missing. And you're like, this is it. Like, this is it. Monday, I, I go to my Twitter. There's that photo. I'm like, this is the artwork. I think, that, and that Tuesday, or like, I think the Tuesday after the song was out. The song was out. And just mm. like that. And that's a very nice song. <laughs> um, okay. What do I want to ask next? There's, um, there's a... I don't know, you sent some some warnings out. <laughs> I don't know if guys are threatened by them. Um, this one of these last songs you released, where you said if you mm. knew what, what Benny had in the clip, if you knew what Tucker had mm. in the clip, what's, mm. in, the, what's in the clip? <laughs> what's, okay, what's in the pipeline? Like, There's really nothing in the clip as such. Staring, eh? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to, to leak anything here, but I just feel like the music we're making now gives me that kind of confidence to speak like that i feel like right now if we wanted to drop anything else we, we literally could be able to do it because yeah. that, like that's the drive we have as long now. as that's many the get energy. the boom and i have the one, i have the room <laughs> so yes yeah, not, not necessarily a threat if but anything, if anything it's, it's just a challenge now mm. for me you have I to said, live up to your I words. said there's I something in the talk, so whatever is there, you need to release. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and you've been promising an album forever. I think I have a feeling like that's like something gags just do. Okay, the guy tried to pretend. Uh, no, I'm not pretending. That's man. how, um, like, I think it's like so just something guys do, like album, album, album. Mm. And guys always demanding this album, when's the album, when's the album. First of all, is the album still called uh, Lift Off or that was Airport Taxi? No, that, that, that was an Airport Taxi title. Mm. So it's longer yes. called Lift Off? No, it was never going to be called Lift Off. <laughs> but like the reason, uh, I've actually had this talk with so many people about the whole album thing. Because mm. I, I too want it to happen. Like I think it's very, very important. And that's one of the reasons why I've been taking my time and over planning it. But the thing with an album is it has to be different. 
from me just giving you guys music and i think it it shows if i if i tell you that room even open time mm-hmm. or like what do we have what do we have what have we already recorded let's do put something together mm. there's so much music but then the w- that's not the way i want to approach an album mm. so, it, so, it so. has to be wholesome from something some the songs being created like the beginning to how you're going to roll it out i want to have visuals that's that's why i had to learn that bit i had yeah, to learn the graphics, graphics i had to learn how that. to make lyric videos i can design my own artwork mm. so it's like yes to some people i'm overthinking it but then at the end of the day people tell you ah we don't want the videos you just drop the music and then when you drop the music and yeah, then like, after two days video. no one is talking about you they're like yeah you know <laughs> I, I, I also used to dismiss videos mm. like like i stopped watching videos i think a while back i rarely watch videos because also okay. i don't watch tv mm. and videos nowadays i mean you can just open your youtube app chap chap but like even when you drop a video i'll watch it maybe the first time mm-hmm. maybe the second time but after some time like for me i'm not like a videos guy but then i have a friend some chick for her she likes videos like mm-hmm. so much she'll be like yeah it, like i find her watching this mtv all those i don't know what channels show music videos these days dress, yeah so you find her watching that music video and i'm like watch videos just listen to the song like when you mm. like, spend hours or like you know you're, when you're watching tv you're watching music videos just like oh like it helps you to see like the artist his well should i say personality yes like the way he carries himself around what does he look like is he a small dude is he a big guy but when you just listen you may not you know get it so she told me like it helps put her mind around the music mm. like i didn't get it but it made sense to her and i'm like okay like that is you. Uh, no, it makes it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. And then me personally, I'll tell you this. Like, that's another aspect that I kind of ignored for a while because I, I got so comfortable being the guy that can, that can rap. record every week and release a song every week. Mm. But then it's like, if people don't know who's making the music, like, people listen and be like, ah, that Taka song is fire, that Taka song is fire. But then, who are you? It took me a while to do like photo shoots and have like proper media photos. Mm. Like, but and then that that's really important for your image for you to be out there. So the visual aspect is also part of that. Mm. If if you're a musician, you have to you have to be on the radios or the streaming platforms. But you have to, to be on to TV, do TV well. and you have to like do the shows so that people engage with the music in in that other format. It's not only just listening. Just listening. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Um, now there's this line on um one of the songs on the Tucker Tuesdays. This the compilation, yeah, yeah, compilation. Yeah, the song where you said um, my homeboy is having a second child. <laughs> he thinks I'm hiding, but why? Have, why uh, you think you're hiding children? No, that's <laughs> that's that's on UG's most wanted. Yeah. But that song is also on. No. It is. It is also on the 2020. Okay, it's with 2020. Yes. But I think it was part of the songs you put on that. No. The, the Takati's Days compilation project is 2014. It is 2014, uh-huh. yes. But um, one of the songs on that, uh-huh. on that um, should I say, okay, let me say folder, mm. is um, Yeji's Most Wanted. I think part two. No. You're confusing it with some some other song. 
Yuji's Most Wanted is, is a Big Ben song that mm. dropped in 2020. That was recorded Yes, I remember it was, it was much older. But I think whenever I'm listening to it, because I listened like in the folders. We, we, need, we need to examine your folders yeah, again. Sure. You might, you might be having some them. things you're not supposed to have. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that line, no, it was a, it was a very... <laughs> again, right. sometimes I, I go into that personal bit and it... Mm. tends to get me in trouble. Yes, I, I had a, a homeboy who's, I think he has three kids now. And it's funny because it was a conversation I was having with him. Mm. And he was like, ah, how am I on my second going on third? Like, and for you, just the attacker, huh? You're hiding something. I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's just not my turn. But mm. that's that's where the line came from. Okay. Mm. Um... Is there like any guy who you want to collaborate with? Um, like you see a guy doing his stuff and you're like, I need to, to what to work with that guy. Seems like my kind of energy. Mm, uh, here in Uganda, Africa. Okay, let's, let's start with let's start with Uganda. Very interesting. Uganda. I would like to do a song with. <laughs> Okay, the first name that came to mind is Malex. But I have a song with Malex already. So that's not out yet. Mm. Uh, okay. There's Malex, the Silent Treatment. Do you listen to Silent Treatment? I actually don't know Silent okay. Treatment. You should, you should give him a try. You should oh, give him a try. He's an amazing, amazing artist. Although he's, he's low-key. He's more low-key than I am. He mm. doesn't... And you're not even low-key. So... You're not so lucky. Well, okay, that's, maybe. I, I get that from so many people. Mm. They only see me once in a while and then I vanish. Okay, yeah, maybe that. So, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's my definition of lucky. So there's silent treatment. Uh, there's someone whose music I recently just started listening to. There's not so much of it online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you know Tidai? Tidai, yes. I, I know Tidai. I, I, I watched... I've, I think... Um, I've heard like one song with Donald Lagoom. Yeah. Hmm. There's that. There's another one she featured on, I think, like a week or two weeks ago with, with Prince. You know Prince? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, this is just <laughs> yeah, one of the, the, newer, the newer acts, but like I really find them interesting. Mm. And I think I need to check him out because, you know. Hey, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. But Akine, I've worked with Akine. Yeah. On, on pause, hopefully we get to do something else. Mm-hmm. There's Lamu. There's just this new energy, yeah, man. Like these these are, new yeah, guys these have this, guys this new energy that I find intriguing. I find intriguing. I think maybe it reminds me of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. But they're, they're a really talented bunch, man. Okay. Mm. And Africa? Africa. bias because I'm just going to put all my favorites there. <laughs> uh, oh, number one would be Nasty C because I think that would make so much you sense. You like Nasty C. I what? Y- you like Nasty C. No, but he's good. Yeah, he is. He's, <laughs> he's yeah, good. He is. So I can't feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. He's good at what he does. And then just to squeeze it in there, it's like there's that bit that motivates me from him and other South African rappers that I got to know of. Mm. that at his age he like pretty much does everything he raps he can produce he can shoot the videos he can edit them himself Mm. 
So, so that like, is what he be like. Yes. So I was like, like wow. That. So I was like, it's really important because even with the resources he has and he's signed and whatever, he's at. He, he can, can still do. If, if all of his guys decide to say we are no longer working, he say it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So there's nasty. See, I would put Mi on there because he's like a favorite from back mm-hmm. in the day. Um. I'll put a new act on there. Buju. I like Buju. Oh. There's something about Buju's music. <laughs> There's something about Buju's yeah. music that it's just it's just, it's just a vibe on its own. Like regardless, like it just makes you happy. Like uh, it's, it's in a good mood. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can remember off head. Yeah. Okay, and uh, okay beyond Africa now. Ah, beyond Africa. I'm heavy on UK music. Hmm. I remember uh, there was uh, on Julie. Is it Julie? Mm. Um, there was some a few. There was a song I think. Then you told me, the I think a guy sent him had a just like a competition or something. Yes, uh, uh, Haley of Western, mm. Western the group, and then on. On room, on room, I I worked with a UK artist slash DJ for on that. Yes, 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 just yes. Geo, yeah. Mm. Talk to him, and he sent me this dope grime beat. So, I did yeah, that. I'm I'm curious to work with, with UK. I feel like even I wouldn't when you when you go international. I wouldn't. I pay more attention to the UK scene than really? the American scene. I feel like there are more amazing things happening in the UK scene. <laughs> now for me, like UK rap, mm. I don't think I know any guy from UK. Like zero. You don't know Skepta. Most of the oh, okay, you I know don't know Chip, Chipmunk. You don't I, know Stormzy? I know them. I like, I know them. What I mean by like, yeah. I don't know them is... I d- I'm not, like, paying so much attention to their mm. music. Because, actually, recently, I've stopped listening to American, like, music a lot. Yeah. Except maybe the old music that I just listened to then. This is listen to a lot of Ugandan songs, eh? Which is... Okay, it's a bit good, but also it's a bit mm. limiting yourself because you need to listen to what other guys are doing. So, yeah. UK... Yeah. Um. Okay. So, how was um? You have a song with Bflex. Yes. Pambana. Benji is actually a very good friend of mine. I've known him since form two. So when I saw ah, Bflex stuck HD, I'm like, okay. Press play. So oh, what wait, is it like? Wait. So why are you lying on your own podcast? Why? <coughs> why are you lying on your own platform? You decided you to lying? spread lies. That's right. Because as far as I remember, you were very instrumental in making No, I this. remember, yes, I told <laughs> you. I told you that. Mm. Have you heard of a guy called Bflex, remember? Yes, I remember. And then even when I was talking to Benji, he would tell me, man, I like Taka. Taka is a very good rapper and all that. I was like, you guys should work together. Mm. But I don't think I put you guys in touch, did I? You actually did. And... Um, I feel like you were very important. I'm not going to say I, I did it because I knew you, but you were very important in just the two of us actually mm. getting to know each other. Because one, I know you wouldn't stand behind something that's, yeah. you know. But uh, by the time you mentioned him, I didn't listen to so much so much of his music. Because mm. I remember, but I think I asked you about him when he had just released, there's a thing, one for the books, when you told me the song you liked with... Mm. Um, yes, yes. He told me there's a song you liked on yes. there. Yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, he has other songs. And so mm. I don't know if you checked him out or what. No, I did. I did. I did. But I feel like that was pivotal. Like, I, that's all I remember. Mm. Like, this happened solely because he reached out. 
and you're like, oh no, this is the guy. You guys can chop it up. I'll, I'll leave the artist stuff to <laughs> you guys, but I think you guys can can make something dope together. So okay. So what was it like um, working with him? He told me he didn't meet you like mm. before the song was done. Yeah, our, our timelines were very off. They were off. They were off, and I think by then he was he was trying to release it quickly. Mm. So I told him, no, 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 I'm I'm at studio here at Talent Africa. I can just record and and send it to you, so you you don't have to worry about now like booking a session or whatever and us having to be there at the same time. Yeah. I was like, we can do that later. We can meet later and talk about the song, but the yeah. most important thing is you getting like the verse. The verse, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But and it worked uh, out. Yeah, it, it worked out really well. Because he sent me the song mm. and I saw Biflex. I think it's Biflex featured in Takeshi. Yes, it was his song, yeah. Yeah, Biflex and Takeshi. And I'm like, okay, okay. That's what I've been waiting for. And he sent it when I was, I wasn't like in Uganda. I was somewhere in some country. So I think our timelines were different. So I received it when I was just like coming back in the mm. evening. And I think we were five hours. Where I was, we were five hours ahead. So it was around 8.30. So I think this site was about three. So when he sent it, then I'm like, oh, let me first show one. You know, he sent it. And it was a good song. It was a good song. Although I told him, um, man, Taka took you to school. <laughs> I know, I had to. You had to. I had to. I had to. It's like, I think you could. Well, I was, I was, I'm, I was going to say you. I think you can tell when I'm in love with the song because I'll, I'll try to like do so much. You can like, feel the energy so even little. as you rap. It's mm. like even as I'm rapping, I wish the whole song was mine. I wish I could keep going. So it was one of those songs that was interesting, and mm. I, I always go back to those songs where it's like I can sing and then rap and then just flows like it's it's really effortless. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those. Okay. Um, he told me it's going to be on his album, the one we're mm. talking about. Yeah, so dope, dope, dope. <laughs> yeah, so you'll see it there. Um, your what do they call it? Merchandise. Mm. You, I mean, they're the t-shirts, they're um, the caps. Mm-hmm. And you know you keep telling me you're looking for a supplier, looking for a supplier. How far with the supplier jazz? <laughs> you know, I actually have one. I actually have a supplier now. Mm. I have a supplier. We're just ironing out just a few details because I have this problem. Like whenever I I get into something, I I never want to get into something half-hearted. Mm. Half-hearted. So like even with my previous suppliers, I was finding myself in situations it's like business jazz but i find myself in in situations where i'm ordering bulk because i don't want to do the one by one you know, one by one order by order and now i'm chasing you around and now this i was like no everything needs to be done so i for a while i've been going through like going through the suppliers trying to find one that will assure me quality over a long period of time because mm. that's an issue i've heard where a, a supplier will deliver and then after a certain amount of time, they get complacent, and now yeah. the fans are, or, even or now the, quality the customers are. Yeah, it, it goes back to you. They never blame the manufacturer. Yeah, so that's, like ah, takas things, takas things. But I'm working on it, and I also want to coincide it with, with something big. Mm. I want like the next merch to come with like music like and all those other things. I don't want it to be like, hey, uh, now the the merch is available. Mm. Mm. I want it to be bigger than that. So. Okay. Just gonna have to be a bit more patient. 
Mm. <laughs> I shall be patient. Um, maybe how long have we been going? One hour. One hour. Okay. Hour Let me. <laughs> this um. Has music made you a millionaire yet? <laughs> how is the okay? I know how is the financial side like really? Mm. That's, that's a very good question. That, that takes me back to what I said. What I said at the start was like, no, it hasn't made me a millionaire. But it's solely because there's there's so much information you get into music not knowing that you only discover later Once on in your there. career. Mm. Later like, on in like, your career. Uh, there's a line where Jekyll said, this music shit is a gift, mm. but Lord help us because this music biz. Lord help us make it because this music biz is a cliff. And like, when I said mm. it, I'm like, no, like that one random time when you lay in the ass and you're like, shit, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's it with music. It's like, it, it, if you're looking for you learn a direct path to becoming a millionaire, mm. it's not going to happen with music. And, and that's evident with even the, the, the musicians that are millionaires to get to the next level, you're seeing what the Rihanna's and the Jay Z's yeah. and whatever they they've had to they've had to do. So music is more like a pathway. You're supposed to use it like as best as you possibly could. But in terms of income or revenue streams, there's mm. still a lot of information that, that you need to learn. That you need to learn. And I am learning. I am learning. But yeah. There is an ask that is <laughs> there is a line where you said when music makes me a milli, mm. I'll share it with 40, 40, 50, 50. Yeah. Do you remember that line? It's a very random line. Why would you bring it up right now? Yes, <laughs> I remember it. No, it's because like before before like coming here, I mm. now like try to listen like to your music, like all those random thoughts I've always had as I listen to your music. I'm like, let's listen again and let's come by demand. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, yes, I remember that line. Mm. I remember that line. And I was having a conversation with a friend where, where I was like, when I said that line, it just felt right. Mm. But then when I look back at how long I've rapped and my career, that's like one of the lines where I can actually say, I spoke this into existence and it happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it, it's, it's really not much because even like the sum I said, like it, yeah. it really wasn't much. But then for me, it's a placeholder in time that, at this point in time when you wrote this, maybe you weren't able to do it. And you've evolved past that to a stage where you, you can actually do it. do it. So it's like... So maybe it's like, you, you kind of use it like to measure your growth. Or mm, of course, measure. yeah. Mm. It's just one of those landmarks. Like, oh, I said this and it happened. So it's mm-hmm. like... Okay. Um, shabba, 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 shabba remix. Remix. Yeah. <laughs> um, So do you... Um, okay, you know that it's like because you're making your music. Mm. Do you like envision something like you know, like in certain point in future, this is how I want guys to remember me. Mm, as as a as an artist or just in general as a person. Let's say both. Both. As an artist, um, you know. Mm. Well, well, to me, with with my artistry. Because I've learned so much and, and like music wasn't even like the first thing I liked. Like m- my first 
hobby, my first passion, the first thing I was really passionate about was football, mm. right? So it just so happened, like, no, I was even considering, like, doing it on a professional level. Football. And we used to have all these uh, get-togethers, those things yeah. when we were kids, you're eight, nine, they put all the kids there on the line, you're like, come, introduce yourself, your parents' names, and what <laughs> you want to be in the future. It's football. And I'll say, yeah. And everyone would be like, huh? what, what? Like so it's only, it's only, <laughs> it's only <laughs> until later on where like I, I discovered music. Mm. But then, when I look at like both both passions, like what I've been able to achieve with music is I've been able to do it at like a bigger scale, like even at a national or even an a continental scale. Mm -hmm. So, what I want to be remembered for with with my music is just the fact that. I did it as best as I possibly could because we're in an industry where it's not really about how well you can do it. So many other things have to come into play. And unfortunately, we're not told about these things. You only discover them when you get there. You, you, get, you get there, you have your song, and they're like, ah, yeah, but this guy paid. This guy paid. <laughs> this guy paid Paola. So if you're not paying, let's go away. Oh, this person fire. paid to be on the playlist Spotify so mm. if you don't have the money talking of playlists so, there's, that, there's a playlist I think you curate these days bars um, yes bars and Rolex stands yes. you know at some point you I don't know when that bars and Rolex stands business started <laughs> but at some point I thought it was going to be like a like some kind of project yes. like as like but but you see what you see what's interesting about these 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 titles is I always come up with them with a plan. Now mm. bars and Rolex stands was supposed to be the title of my first album. I might have come up with this name in like twenty ten. And it must have been when you were like at right. campus or something. Or like, twenty yeah. ten. Twenty ten, yeah, just going to campus, I think. Twenty ten. Bars and Rolex stands. Mm. Airport taxi, I came up with it in twenty two thousand nine. This is like two years before the group was formed. Mm. Airport taxi. Yes. Why? What? That's okay. That's, this is too much information. <laughs> um. No. Okay. So briefly, with the airport taxi thing, it was it was a very weird thing because part it was partly inspired by Rick Ross's. That's the time Rick Ross was oh, doing the whole Maybach music, music, Aston Martin music, and at that time I was I was recording, but like my mind wasn't necessarily focus on being a musician so it's just recording for like my enjoyment but then i was looking for a cool way to save my music mm -hmm. but then cool but then relatable and i'm like okay so if it's what what would be relatable to me as a ugandan because maybach and aston martin is amazing so when i thought about the airport taxi and what it represented mm -hmm. i was like ah airport taxi, taxi. And then two years later, when the group was formed, I'm like, okay, we're being we're being put in this position where like we have to like pretty much export Ugandan music. We have to sell Ugandan music mm. to the, an, an abroad audience. And I was like, airport taxi. Yeah. Then you when, came when up you with see an airport taxi, thing. when you see an airport taxi, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Airport. Either going to the airport or whatever someone is. Mm. So that's how I came up with it, and it weirdly just aligned with the room, room as well did that come together or that came like much no, later no 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 that came that came now like two years later oh okay that came two years later i remember we were we were just playing around with sam and i was we were trying to find 
like a tagline for airport taxi and stuff like that. And we tried we tried out several things. We mm. tried like the whole air, airplane sound and stuff like that. I think that's on. If you listen to all the way, if you go back and yes, listen to all, all the way, way. you you mm. not room. You'll hear you hear something else. They are, the, the the sound the plane of the plane. Yeah, like they start. So it's like we're just experimenting. Mm. Room. I think I came up with room on burn. That's the first time I used. I used. Really? I used room ever. I didn't ding, just ding, stuck. Like it was just appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just From appropriate. that, it just, it just stuck and it just worked. Uh, mm. Okay. Um, but the playlist, yeah, the playlist is on there. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much just share new music I find and yeah, I like. Yeah, because I've been seeing you post. Yeah. The time you heard of last year, I was like, nigga. Okay, there were like two songs, but out of ten, like. but you see, but you see, you see how you see how your line because the structure doesn't allow doesn't for allow there to, to be too nasty. So I thought you do the, the songs yourself. I do the songs myself, uh-huh. but the structure only allows for two Taka HD songs. I'm the only one who can no, have I'm, two songs only. on their playlist, and I can only have two because there are ten. I, I, I do two songs that are mine, mm-hmm. two new Ugandan songs that I've heard, mm-hmm. then two Africa white songs. Two UK songs and two American, two American songs. songs. Yeah, that's the structure. That means I wasn't seeing real. Right? I wasn't seeing right. But okay, so it's um, they are like rules you set. I thought like mm, no, they're just playlists. They're, no, they're just my rules. It's just it's your just rules, my rules yeah. to just get me in a, in a space where I can highlight just music I'm interested in, mm-hmm. and then maybe in a way lead people to the new music yeah, I have music but it's, it's more it's really just sharing that's why I kept it at 10 songs because mm, there, there are months where I don't listen to new music I'm just listening to the old songs I was like I can't fail to find two new Ugandan songs mm. put them on there see what people think about them mm. I have a playlist I also do I call it Rebound Peke because oh yes I remember because uh, <laughs> I have like in any period of time, there are always those songs that you're just listening to. So mm. I keep putting songs, Rebound Peke. And I, I just call it, I started calling it Rebound Peke again when I was up country because I was listening to, I was up country for a long period, I think it was two months. So there were songs that I would, every time I would come back to my room, I would like just play them. Like I have no time like to select a playlist. Mm. So I would just play those same songs every day, like in the morning before I go out to work, and even when I come back and I just want to rest. So I was like, these songs I rebound all the time. So I rebound. I'm going to rebound these songs, Peke. Like, so I just call it Rebound Peke. And up to now, I still, you know, make changes to okay. it. Yeah. Um, so football. <laughs> um, I see you, like, at Smart League. I see the way you play. Like, mm. like you have skill. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not a hustler like the rest of us. So... <laughs> I don't know, I'd be like, Taka knows football. Like, sometimes you get the ball, you make a pass, and I'm like, Taka knows football. Mm. You know, so like, when you told me that you only started playing it, like, professionally, I think, is it natural, or did you, like, did you, is, it, is it, like, a natural thing, or you... It's it's actually a natural thing. Natural skill. And and, and, and and even when I say natural, I'm not even going to, like, claim responsibility for it, oh. because I got to, found out, to find out, late, like, later on, I think we did like later on in my life, that my life that you can actually it's, play it's, football. It's in the family. It's like mm. in the family, like to my grandfather, to my great grandfather. My grandfather, he met he met the Kabaka at 
he met he met the Kawaka because of like football, football. Like, and and there's a picture in the living room like he takes so much pride even like mm. starts telling lies about <laughs> goals he so scored and, and stuff like uh, that yeah. but like it's a really proud moment for him and like the way I, I see the look on his face he's, mm. he's, like, he's an Arsenal fan unfortunately but I see the the passion in, in, in his face when he speaks about it so I'm like that's that's where I get it from mm. from a young age I was football. Like mm. you could just see it in you that me I can play football. Mm. Okay, that is. <laughs> but when they took scores, what you doing? No, I, I, I had, I had, I had three goals last season. I've played That's only okay. one game this season. So. The only thing I have in the smart league is a yellow card. Mm. <laughs> yellow card. Sometime I remember. I just, I don't know, some guy was pulling moves on me and I just grabbed the ball. But you guys are actually doing well, so. Yeah, these days we are doing well. You guys are actually Better doing well. I'm, I'm a bit out of shape now, so that's why this season is like, excuses you give. No, I'm being honest. Because mm. I actually, I always tell my team, like, guys, I'm not going to come there and be the reason you lose. I'd rather not show up. Don't depend on me. I'd rather not show up mm. when I'm, when I'm in a state that I feel like I can contribute, I'll come. And then even then I'll tell you guys, 20 minutes. But you guys are doing horribly this season. How many? No, we're not. You've, you've won like We've won game. two. We've two. won two. Out of? I think dro- of. we've won two, drawn two. Wait. Th- this was what? March day six or March day five? This was, I think, March day f- six. Six. I think it was five. March day five. Because if it was five, mm-hmm. then we've won two, drawn one, and lost two. I think. Something lost like that. Lost two, drawn one, lost two. Ah, that's okay. Mm. That's we've, I think, won three. Lost one, drawn one. So, but, you know, but the smart league is also, because I think they are, each team plays once. So when mm. you lose, eh, or when you win, like, there's a big difference between, like, it creates a real, like, if you lose, you have to drop on the table by force. If you win, mm. the chance that you you climb. So, yeah, um... You guys are just on vibes this season. I think we're doing better th- than, than last, last season. season. Oh, I don't know. We have our we have a top scorer. Is he top joint top scorer now? Pius. Hey. Pius is always among the top scorers. He's always ah, like if like he cannot he usually like the third. Mm. There's a way Pius scores goals. And you're like, this guy. I, th- I think the season is going to be a lot better though. Mm. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully. And we are playing you guys next, so better watch out because I'm also coming back from injury so I don't have excuses I tell you I'm not fit I it will what. end in tears Kawa <laughs> we shall see we shall see um I don't know do we still have stuff to talk about mm. um, I can't think of anything maybe another time ciao man yeah, maybe another time. I'm an avid supporter of this platform. I have fought for you to come back, and I'm very glad that I've been <laughs> I've been trying to bring you here. Mm-hmm. I think it's said I think it's said like as an idea, like I was like I should talk to Taka to come. Mm. I think I didn't tell you. Yeah, you probably I think I didn't tell you. Then when I told you I was supposed to come the other week, then I tell what, then I tell what. But, but you then, can always get through. The problem yeah. is is you and even your co-host Ortega man. People be all over the place, so mm. it's, it's difficult to find time and things like these, like podcasts, they need time. Yeah, they, they need, need time. Like I've actually noticed that a lot because if you don't put in time, eh, like you call this guy, he's like, I'm going to work on your thing, but you have to like, mm. come here or like keep calling him or you know, that's yeah, I, 
how it works i guess like say you learn when you you started mm. all these things that telling you is just it's just jazz that's that's Karen for you okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they are yeah, serious that serious guy <laughs> now Karen is actually serious you guys are you're hating on him <laughs> okay um thank you Huh? Which shot? Which shot? You know, but no, I've been up here communicating. I always tell people it's out of stock. You know, yeah, I always tell people it's out of stock. So, so yeah. Um, thank you, Taka, for making time to come through. Pleasure, man. I'm glad to be here. Can't wait to. No, until this is out, and oh, then yeah. probably until I get invited again or whatever, man. Yeah, I'm definitely inviting you again. Um, next time, we shall have all these niggas here. Today, they are just not available. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming. Pleasure, man. Peace. This is what we came for.